chapter fourteen of young people's treasury volume six famous travels and adventures by hamilton wright maybe this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by betty b an ancient mexican palace by desiree charnay we cleared away rubbish until we reached the floor following the walls corners and openings of the various apartments as we had done at tula and when three days later the engineer joined us ten rooms forming part of the house had been unearthed he was so surprised at our success that stopping short he exclaimed why it is our tula palace over again and so it was inner court apartments on different levels everything as we had found before save that here the rooms were much larger and most supported by pillars one of these chambers measured forty-nine feet on one side that is seven hundred and thirty-two feet in circumference the walls nearly six feet seven inches thick are built of stone and mortar encrusted with deep cement sloping up about three feet and terminating perpendicularly the centre of the room is occupied by six pillars on which rose stone brick or wood columns bearing the roof this is undoubtedly a palace and these are the reception rooms the sleeping apartments were behind unfortunately they lie under cultivated ground covered with indian corn so we are not permitted to disturb them in the large room we observed small stone rings fixed to the wall and on each side of the entrance also fixed to the wall two small painted slabs what had been their use to support lights at night but how was that possible for even now the only lights the natives use are ocotes pieces of resinous wood whilst the slabs bear no traces of smoke i had it is true met in the course of my excavations with terracotta objects which might have been taken for candlesticks but to which i had attached no importance when i suddenly remembered a passage in sahagan bearing on the subject the chandler who knows how to do his work first bleaches cleans and melts the wax and when in a liquid state he pours it on a wick and rolls it between two slabs he sometimes puts a layer of black wax within a white layer etc my first supposition had been right here also the floors and walls are coated with mortar stucco or cement save that in the dwellings of the rich necessarily few they are ornamented with figures as principal subject with a border like an aubusson carpet the colors are not at all effaced red black blue yellow and white are still discernible a few examples of these frescoes are to be seen in the trocadero i am convinced that numerous treasures might be brought to light were regular excavations to be made but the mexican government which would have most interest in such a work does not seem to care to undertake it leaving my men under the direction of colonel castro i returned to the path of death composed of a great number of small mounds lotilus the tombs of great men they are arranged symmetrically in avenues terminating at the sides of the great pyramids on a plain of some six hundred and twenty feet to nine hundred and seventy-five feet in length fronting them are cemented steps which must have been used as seats by the spectators during funeral ceremonies or public festivities on the left 
amidst a mass of ruins are broken pillars said to have belonged to a temple the huge capitals have some traces of sculpture next comes a quadrangular block of which a cast is to be found in the main gallery of the trocadero in the course of my excavations i had found now and again numerous pieces of worked obsidian precious stones beads etc within the circuit of ants nests which these busy insects had extracted from the ground in digging their galleries and now on the summit of the lesser pyramid i again came upon my friends and among the things i picked out of their nests was a perfect earring of obsidian very small and as thin as a sheet of paper it is not so curious as it seems at first for we are disturbing a ground formed by fifty generations glass does not seem to have been known to the indians for although tezcatlipoca was often figured with a pair of spectacles they may only have been figurative ones like those of the manuscripts terracotta or basi relievi for there is nothing to show that they had any idea of optics i now went back to my men when to my great delight i found they had unearthed two large slabs showing the entrance of two sepulchres they were the first i had yet found and considering them very important i immediately telegraphed to messrs chavero and Berra, both of whom are particularly interested in american archaeology i expected to see them come by the very next train to view not only the tombstones but also the palace which attracted a great many visitors but to my surprise one sent word that he had a headache while the other pleaded a less poetic ailment one of the slabs closed a vault and the other a cave with perpendicular walls we went down the former by a flight of steps in fairly good condition yet it was a long and rather dangerous affair for we were first obliged to demolish a wall facing us in which we found a skull before we could get to the room which contained the tombs the vases within them are exactly like those we found in the plaza except that one is filled with a fatty substance like burnt flesh mixed with some kind of stuff the woof of which is still discernible besides beads of serpentine bones of dogs and squirrels knives of obsidian twisted by the action of fire we know from sahagan that the dead were buried with their clothes and their dogs to guide and defend them in their long journey when the dead were ushered into the presence of the king of the netherworld might lend to Koltai, they offered him papers bundles of sticks pine wood and perfumed reeds together with loosely twisted threads of white and red cotton a manta a maxli tunics and shirts when a woman died her whole wardrobe was carefully put aside and a portion burnt eighty days after this operation was repeated on that day twelve months for four years when everything that had belonged to the deceased was finally consumed the dead then came out of the first circle to go successively through nine others encompassed by a large river on its banks were a number of dogs which helped their owners to cross the river whenever a ghost neared the bank his dog immediately jumped into the river and swam by his side or carried him to the opposite bank it was on this account that indians had always several dogs about them the speech which was addressed to the dead when laid out previous to being buried is so remarkable as to make one suspect that the author unconsciously added something of his own son 
your earthly hardships and sufferings are over we are but mortal and it has pleased the lord to call you to himself we had the privilege of being intimately acquainted with you but now you share the abode of the gods whither we shall all follow for such is the destiny of man the place is large enough to receive every one but although all are bound for the gloomy bourne none ever return then followed the speech addressed to the nearest kinsman of the dead o son cheer up eat drink and let not your mind be cast down against the divine fiat who can contend this is not of man's doing it is the lord's take comfort to bear up against the evils of daily life for who is able to add a day an hour to his existence cheer up therefore as becomes a man but to return to our tombstones they are both alike being about five feet high three feet five inches broad and six and a half inches thick the upper side is smooth the lower has some carving in the shape of a cross four big tears or drops of water and a pointed tongue in the centre which starting from the bottom of the slab runs up in a line parallel to the drops knowing how general was the worship of talak among the indians i conjectured this has been a monument to the god of rain to render him propitious to the dead a view shared and enlarged upon by dr hammy in a paper read before the academy des sciences in november eighteen eighty two and that i should be in accord with the eminent specialist on american antiquities is a circumstance to make me proud i may add that the carving of this slab is similar to that of the cross on the famous basso relievo at palenque so that the probability of the two monuments having been erected to the god of rain is much strengthened thereby as our slabs are far more archaic than those at palenque we think we are justified in calling them earlier in time the parent samples of the later ones nor is our assumption unsupported for we shall subsequently find that the cult of talak and quetzalcoatl was carried by the toltecs in their distant peregrinations these slabs therefore and the pillars which were found in the village acquire a paramount importance in establishing the affiliation of toltec settlements in tabasco yucatan and other places furnishing us with further data in regard to certain monuments at palenque the steles of tikal and the massive monolith idols of copin i next attacked the terrace court fronting the palace toward the path of death and the amount of constructions and substructures we came upon is almost beyond belief inclined stuccoed walls crossing each other in all directions flights of steps leading to terraces within the pyramid ornaments pottery and detritus so much so that the pyramid might not improperly be called a necropolis in which the living had their dwellings in a word our campaign at teotihuacan was as successful as our campaign at tula we were attended by the same good fortune and the reader whom such things may interest will find a bas-relief of both toltec palaces and of one of the tombstones in the trocadero from what has been said it will be seen that the monuments at teotihuacan were partly standing at the time of the conquest End of chapter 14